everyone. My name is Trench Reynolds, and this is Real Crime Stories for July 12th, 2021. In the previous episode, I talked about how Facebook is allegedly the social media platform that is used most in the recruiting of child trafficking victims. In a similar vein, late last month, the Texas Supreme Court ruled that Facebook can be held liable for the actions of pimps and traffickers who use Facebook to find their victims. This stems from lawsuits against Facebook from child trafficking victims who say that Facebook should have warned them about the dangers of child trafficking and that Facebook benefited from the trafficking of children. The three victims were all groomed by traffickers on Facebook-owned platforms, including Instagram. Two of the victims were only 14 years old, while the third victim was 15. Facebook argued that under the infamous Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act that they are not responsible for the actions of their users. The court disagreed and said the following. We do not understand Section 230 to create a lawless no-man's land on the Internet in which states are powerless to impose liability on websites that knowingly or intentionally participate in the evil of online human trafficking. Holding internet platforms accountable for the words or actions of their users is one thing, and the federal precedent uniformly dictates that Section 230 does not allow it. Holding internet platforms accountable for their own misdeeds is quite another thing. This is particularly the case for human trafficking. If you'll recall, Section 230 was amended when the FOSTA and SESTA Acts were signed into law. Specifically, it means that sites are responsible if they knowingly facilitate in sex trafficking. And the key word here is knowingly. As much as I feel the Communications Decency Act is horribly outdated, and as much as my heart breaks for these victims, I think the Texas Supreme Court made the wrong decision. While I am usually not one to defend Facebook, the bottom line is they're not Backpage. Backpage was a classified site in the vein of Craigslist, that was created explicitly with the intent of profiting from sex trafficking. While sex trafficking on Facebook is an unfortunate byproduct of Facebook being so ubiquitous in our lives, I fail to see how they are profiting from it. Could Facebook be doing more to prevent child trafficking on their platform? Absolutely. Do the victims deserve justice? Most certainly. I'm just not sure that Facebook is the place to find it. Thank you for listening. And if you want to read more stories like this, you can do so at my website at realcrime.net. If you want to listen to older episodes of the podcast, you can do so at realcrimestories.net or you can go to realcrime.net and click on podcast. This podcast is available on Spotify, Google, Apple, and other platforms. If you'd like to contact me, you can do so at realcrimepodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to realcrime.net and click on contact. You can also go to realcrimestories.net and leave a voicemail, which could be played on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash trenchreynolds, or you can go to realcrimestories.net slash support. If you're interested in Real Crime Stories merch or realcrime.net merch, uh, there will be a link in the show notes. 
And if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so on Twitter at Trench Reynolds, or you can just follow the website and podcast at Real Crime Net, or you can follow on Facebook at Real Crime Net. And remember, try not to let anyone else tell your story because you are here for a reason. I've been Trench Reynolds, and this has been Real Crime Stories.